Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Fixed Medical Group podcast. This is Dr. Patrick Ugarola, and I have a very special guest, Mrs. or Miss Samantha Jandrish. <laughs> Samantha is a patient of ours, and she's been going through our restart program, but we wanted to bring her on so she can kind of go through her experience, her successes, her struggles. Um, but yeah, she's been a great patient, so we're excited to have you. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> So mentioned you're a patient, but tell us a little about yourself outside of our clinic. Yeah, absolutely. I'm 25 years old. I live here in San Diego. Um, Beautiful life down here. Not much to complain about. Um, I am a director of communications for a green tech company that uh, focuses in agriculture and robotics. So I work kind of remote, kind of all over the country, which is um, why I live in San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you've uh, showed me a couple pictures of that uh, machine. It's quite impressive when you think about agriculture. I'm like, oh, cute little tractor. And then you look at him like, oh my God, this is uh, the Terminator coming to life except helping with agriculture. Absolutely. (laughs) Data collection robot helping bring better food. (laughs) There you go. Love it. Um, Well, I guess let's just get right started. Mm -hmm. Why did you originally come to us? So I originally came because I think we're a little bit over 12 weeks ago. I suffered an injury where I broke my sacrum. So I fell down a flight of stairs, um, fractured my S4. For those of you who know what that is, and for those who don't know what your sacrum is, it's that little triangle that's kind of below your spine in the back of your pelvis, right above your tailbone. So I broke that, and I was in need of some physical therapy and some injury rehab. Luckily, a friend had referred me to Fix, who had been coming here for a while for a similar injury. And I came here really just needing to get my pain managed and to want to recover faster. So that was why I initially came to fix was saying, help me, fix me. (laughs) I don't know what to do. (laughs) I know. I didn't mean to uh, laugh, but yeah, you came to us because one of your best friends had a very similar uh, incident where she fell down some stairs and broke her uh, back. And I'm like, you guys, uh, I don't know what's going on with your little friend group. We're better now. better now, but like, what are you doing? Um, All right. So that's, you came to us because of that um, broken bone, but Overall, in our initial exams, we kind of sit down, we really listen um, to our patients. We want to have the whole story. And you just kept on listing off (laughs) more and more (laughs) things. Yeah, you came for because your basically your tailbone was in pain and you were brought in a donut because you couldn't even sit (laughs) very long. I think you end up laying on the table because you could barely move at the time. But when we really broke it down, you were suffering with, I don't remember, like 15 different things, lung infections, kidney infections, eczema, you were having hives. What else? What, what else you got? Yeah. So we'll be clear. I'm sitting on the donut right now. I still mm-hmm. have it. I don't know if I'll ever not have it. It's actually really comfortable. Um, <laughs> but I, I did come in for that injury. And I, th- I guess I'll put that aside for a little bit. Before that injury happened, I had a really long, extensive history of medical issues, of complications, hospitalizations, and just feeling ill that was never really explained by one answer. And so I went, I guess I'd say, last 10, 15 years of my life, never feeling 100% healthy. So kind of a weird in-between gray area of not being ill enough to where you need 24-7 care, but not waking up and feeling great and feeling like you feel good. Um, Whether that is being, I I was in the urgent care once a month at least, ER visits multiple times a year, and it was always ending up for some sort of infection, whether it's a lung infection, kidney infection, Um, sinus infection, allergies, UTIs, and that's something that women experience so often. And I feel like with UTIs, we're taught that that's just normal. And that's also the way that I started looking at my health in general was this hamster wheel of, okay, you're sick, you take antibiotics, here's some steroids, take something for the pain, come back in two weeks if it gets worse. And it starts to get a little bit better, but then a couple weeks later, something else would pop up. 
And it's always, you have an infection and then you just go down that cycle again of taking antibiotics, steroids, and then just being back where you're at. So kind of a hamster wheel of health is what I was experiencing, but I'd never had an answer of what was actually wrong. So I thought that's what life was. And that's just not fair. And you're not the only one that's going through there. But yeah, if I would have just, I'm like, all right, we have a fractured sacrum, had just kind of a game plan in my head and like, this is how we're going to treat it. But when we really sat down, my eyes kind of went wide open. Like, oh, wow, we, uh, you're going to be a, you're going to be a test. You're going to be a process. But luckily, um, we kind of got to talking and really got you through, I mean, what, what all you had done before and you kind of just explained it, you know, doctor to doctor going through this, just kind of living with the pain, suffering with all these symptoms. And I guess let's get right to it. Why did you, why did you decide to work with us? Why did you commit <laughs> to us besides the fractured bone? Yeah, well, I'll start off also just by saying other than taking the antibiotics and the steroids and doing what the doctor told you to do because you didn't know anything else, I had tried various avenues before. I mean, you name a supplement, I have definitely bought it. I have taken it. I've probably tried multiple brands. You name, you know, a superfood, a trend. I probably tried it all. I was, I really wanted to feel good. And I would throw anything at the wall to see what stuck, to see what would make me feel great, whether it was preventative or treating something. I was trying whatever that I could get my hands on. I'd seen holistic doctors because to me that just made sense. You know, going a more natural route and getting back to your roots and treating your body with something natural. But I found that with other practitioners, no matter where I went, I always had to go back to get to, to continue to feel healthy and to continue to see benefits. You have to go back. They never leave you feeling like you've learned something or that there's education. And that was why I decided to move forward with Fix and to keep coming back was it really was holistic and it really was an educational process. I mean, from the get go, even from filling out that patient survey form in the beginning, all of the questions that were asked, it was extensive. There was a lot of questions that you guys ask. And to some people that would be, you know, annoying or problematic, but it felt good. Like it was refreshing for me to have people care about certain aspects of my life that affected my health that no one else had considered. So mm -hmm. that's why I was excited about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. <laughs> I remember looking at your intake sheet and sometimes patients just, uh, go to write one word or even leave it blank. So like, Oh, I don't want to deal with this. And you wrote out paragraphs and it was so helpful <laughs> to me because we actually utilize that. Like I said, we bring it full circle. We want to understand every aspect of your life because it's going to help us prepare the proper plan for whatever patient that's tailored specific to you. Yeah. So we kind of brought up the, um, I guess we started talking about, yes, we need to do these things for the sacrum, but we wanted to also bring it full circle. And that's where the restart program came into play. And it's overall going to help heal the body with the sacrum, but also hopefully all the other <laughs> um, symptoms and things that you were suffering with. So kind of break it down from day one. What was your experience? What, I guess, yeah, what did you experience with our team and with the Restart program? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'll preface this by saying, you know, there is the sacrum injury that is involved in all of us, and that was why I was here. And that was a driving force in every decision I made because I just wanted to feel better quicker. But there was this underlying issue and this quality of life that I wanted to improve, but I didn't think that I was able to. And when you explained the restart program to me, it just made sense because it, that's what it is. It's a restart program. You're resetting your body. You're resetting your gut to be back to a baseline of what it's supposed to be so you can really see how you're supposed to feel, which is not, you know, like you're getting sick or you just were sick. It's, it's supposed to feel healthy. So that's why I was so excited about it. And before this injury, I don't think I would have let myself believe that I have the time or the bandwidth or commitment to do this. I mean, I even remember the friend that I was talking about who referred me to come here when she was doing the restart program. 
I was looking at the list of foods that she could eat, mm-hmm. not the foods she couldn't eat, the foods that she could because it was shorter. <laughs> and I said to her, I looked her in the eyes, I go, you cannot pay me a dollar amount right now to do this. And if <laughs> looking now three months back, that's really funny because here I am saying do whatever. But <laughs> no, I, I said, I, I would never be able to do this with the time, with my food allergies that I have. I just thought that it was not for me. But I said, let's do it and let's get healthy. So week one, you know, you take out sugar, which I thought would actually be really easy because I ate a relatively healthy lifestyle or I like mm-hmm. to think, you know, quote unquote healthy. But before this, I ate pretty healthy. So I said, that's fine. I can cut out sweets. You don't realize sugar is not just in sweets. Sugar is in, you know, bread. Sugar is in everything that you eat. Ketchup is a big one that yeah. surprises people. Like what? Ketchup? Yeah. They add sugar into everything. Even in your tortillas, even in some steamed bags of vegetables that are frozen, there's sugar in there. So that's when you start to realize how it's hidden in every food that you eat. And I went through some really insane withdrawal symptoms. I mean, you remember that. I You weren't happy with me on the first week. No, no. <laughs> I wasn't happy with anybody that first week. I wasn't happy with life. I mean, not that dramatic. But it it really was. It wasn't even craving sugar itself. It was your body actually experiencing withdrawal symptoms and detoxing from that substance, from sugar. Because it's been in your body and food since you've probably started ingesting food. And we don't realize that. So understanding that if that's what your body goes through when you're not having any sugar, it kind of gives you a sign that it's not the best for you if it's depending on that. So that lasted about, I'd say, three or four days. I had migraines. I I felt like I came down with the flu. And then I just decided to treat it as if I was sick. There was nothing you could do about it. I mean, I could have went and had a piece of candy or a brownie. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, then I'd be restarting four days again. So wasn't going to do that. You had to go through this. So... I'd say, yeah, once those subsided, once all of those withdrawal symptoms, it got a little bit easier and I wasn't even craving really anything sugary. So then we go into week two, which is, um, I think caffeine is the biggest one we took out. And for me, that wasn't that big of an issue because I had just come off of two weeks of bed rest. (laughs) So I wasn't necessarily, you know, drinking a latte in bed when I'm trying to heal a bone, but that's not everyone can relate to that. I know caffeine is a huge part of life and it was for me as well. So I would assume that the same withdrawal symptoms would have happened with that as well. But you learn how to get through it and it's a mental exercise and you tell yourself, you signed yourself up for this for a reason. Mm-hmm. You have to see it through. Yeah, you got to stick with it. Like what is the overall goal? These are small little parts that people really want to focus on, but you got to think about that end goal, not every little step. Like what do you want out of life in the way that you were living was probably not what you wanted to continue. You got used to it, but it's not what you fully truly wanted. And you also had a very, uh, you had a different uh, approach, I guess, experience because a lot of other um, patients that go through this, they're not stuck in bed. (laughs) You know, you were dealing with this fracture where you couldn't do a lot of things. So all you had to focus on was sitting around, laying around, watching a little Netflix and also doing this program. So it's a little, I guess it was a lot because you didn't have other outlets to kind of take your mind off those things, but you powered through because you had that mindset of like, I am doing this for a reason. I want a better life. It was a lot, but at the same time, I think I did have an advantage just to be completely honest because I wasn't being exposed to normal everyday activities where you have to make these adjustments and these decisions at first. But I think that's what you know, was good for me because I wouldn't have been able to make such a drastic decision if I weren't placed in, I I guess I I will continue to say bed rest, but I wasn't going out to dinners and brunches where you have to make these difficult decisions and you don't know what to do. So in the first couple of weeks, it was good that I was just focusing on getting through the physical symptoms before putting myself in those social situations. But it's more than just physically feeling good. And that, that comes later on. It was these first two weeks where mentally it feels good to say you did something 
even like even within the first week, I was like, I got through those symptoms, those withdrawal experiences on my own. Here I am, week two. No one is forcing you to do this but yourself. So to set yourself up to do something and then to feel improvement, it feels really good. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way. Yeah, I'm not a boot camp leader. Um, I will encourage <laughs> you. I will keep you somewhat accountable, but I'm not following you around. If you're picking up a brownie, I'm not going to be slapping around. So there is that aspect of just self-control and knowing that you can do this. And that's a part of that education process. While you're doing this, you are learning every step, the whys of it. And that's why you're going to continue to do this. You were talking about always needing to go back to those Mm -hmm. other doctors because you needed more and more. A lot of this is teaching you to be your own doctor. You understand the process and you mentioned you're only 25 and you've already been suffering with this. This is going to carry you through the rest of your life. Your family is going to benefit from this. Your boyfriend's probably going (laughs) to benefit from this as you're continuing to go through this. Um, So we're kind of getting into the steps and the overall experience and what you'd happened at first. But when did you start seeing like the certain successes, we'll say? I mean, even the first week, like I was just talking about, is that mental success that you feel comes right away. I mean, there's a really a certain sense of pride that you feel when you are able to look back and say you did something along with learning something. I'm a huge believer in when you're continuing education and continuing learning feels really good and, and you're just getting smarter and then, you know, not to stroke my own ego, but that makes you feel good. It's like, <laughs> hey, I'm getting smarter. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kicking out sugar right now. So, you know, those mental benefits come right away. But then I'd say I noticed certain things such as fruit. This is the first thing I think I told you. An orange started to taste like a Sour Patch Kid at one point because I had, I didn't have any sugar. I mean, you don't have honey. You don't have maple syrup, nothing like that. That's what got really hard. There's no sweetener allowed in this at all. So the second I was having fruit, once all that sugar was out of my system, some of it was even too tart and too tasted like candy too much. So now you appreciate fruit so much more. I was even appreciating the flavor and the taste of whole foods and vegetables that I didn't like before so much more. Yeah, your bell peppers. You were like, I will not eat I've bell peppers. I've had two bell peppers today already, different <laughs> colors. Like, who yeah. am I? I used to not them. eat them at all. And I will also, I mean, I was a really picky eater, and I still am. And that was another reason that I didn't think I could do an elimination diet like this. Is, And I always hear people on podcasts and people talk about their story. There's usually one thing that they use to make the switch. And I go, oh, that doesn't relate to me. I'm done listening. I was a picky eater, too. And I was busy. I didn't even like red bell peppers. But once you kind of start to detox from artificial foods and from things that are super sweet and not that great for you, whole foods taste better. They taste, it feels good to eat them. It's fun to cook them and shop for them. And it just tastes good and it makes you feel good. So I'd say that's the biggest success and the biggest reward that came right out the bat for me Mm -hmm. was whole food tasted good. good. Yeah, a lot of people, I even tell them, you're talking about a lot about what, you know, what was removed. But when we get back into what we would say more of a normal lifestyle, once we're through these, you know, first steps and after the third month, when you're having, you do, you are allowed to have a cheesecake in your life. We want you to go <laughs> enjoy a pizza every once in a while, just as long as it's not a part of your lifestyle. But those things taste so good now and you don't need as much. Like if I do have mm-hmm. a, a piece of cheesecake, I don't need the whole cake, just a small sliver because my body has adapted and that little sweetness is enough to carry me over when I used to need so much more. Kind of like building up your tolerance with alcohol or anything. It's the same kind of uh, aspect to it. right? Mm-hmm. And that's not to say not to eat the whole cheesecake if you want to. There are periods in life where that's fine. But to know that you can get to a point where you don't need to, that's what a really big benefit was. I mean, and that's just, you know, food and diet wise for me. But I'd say right away, this just came to me. Um, one of my biggest issues coming here was anxiety, which I still suffer from. And I, I mo- more than likely always will. 
But I had been getting panic attacks on a weekly basis at one period in my life. I had medication for that. And when I came to you, I told you that was a big issue. I never believed that, you know, my diet or nutrition could affect that at all. But I, I think it was two or three weeks in, it was a more general sense of calm that I was feeling throughout the day. I used to use a lot of nervous energy, walking around, grazing, snacking on food, nervous energy just to get things done. And then, you know, I, it was almost anticipating a panic attack at least once a week. And after this, three weeks in, it was just, I woke up and I felt more calm. Certain things still made me anxious. And I mean, obviously, we still have a broken bone here we're healing with. So there's social anxiety situations. But that was a really big benefit for me, was going to bed feeling calm, sleeping better, and just feeling more at ease, I think, throughout the day. That's amazing, because that wasn't even one of the prime things. You mentioned that, but we're like looking at all, you know, definitely increasing your body's just functionality and overall immune system. That's going to help your original problem or what you wanted to fix when you originally came to us was that sacrum. Yeah, we're allowing your body to heal better. But then we started seeing these other things and there's been some surprises. Like, I don't think you ever actually mentioned heartburn to me until just last week when you mentioned like, yeah, I can eat this now and I don't get heartburn. I thought it was normal. I thought that everyone had to be on preventative acid reflux medicine at 25. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's just, that's just standard. Um, But you're no longer having to take that? No, no, that's one of the medications that I've eliminated. And I think that's something that I wanted to highlight, especially is a big goal for me was just if I can eliminate one, maybe two medications, whether that is preventative antibiotics, which I was taking almost on a daily basis, preventative antibiotics, and then antibiotics to treat an infection, steroids, everything on top of that. If I can just eliminate one for a long period of time, I'd be happy. And I think we're already at like three. I mean, we're eliminating acid reflux medicine, unless I'm sure if I have something really spicy, sure, throw a Thompson there. But the anxiety medicine, the need for that is totally decreased because of that feeling of just, you know, being more grounded and mm-hmm. not and being control. frantic. So that's one of them that's decreased as well. My asthma's gotten so much better, less inflammation. I mean, it's just all across the board, everything, the need for it has decreased, I think. See, I'm learning this. I'm sitting in front of you. We meet, you know, at least once a week or I twice live here. a week. <laughs> I should start paying <laughs> rent. <laughs> but I'm even learning some things, the new things that, that just hasn't even come up because it's just starting to happen just naturally. And um, even sometimes a little bit slower. It's not just, just off switch where you're like, I just, I'm not going to mm-hmm. take it today, but just your body is starting to, I'll just be honest, be healthier, right? And you're not in the need of this. And that's how you're supposed to feel. And I think that's not why it's something that I bring up all the time. Because it's not a shock, because that's how your body is supposed to be. You're supposed to feel this way. So it's just, you know, you feel normal. You feel normal. Okay. <laughs> I feel healthy. All right. Well, are you finished? With? The program. No, no. This. So I have, I think we are a little bit over two months in. So I think we have like 25 days left or so, I'd say. So we finished the elimination part and we finished, you know, food sensitivity test taking out what we're supposed to. And that's something that I'm still learning is... With the food sensitivity test results, how to implement that back in your life, because it's not a true allergy, which is something I do have experience with, is true allergies. Of course you do. You have everything. (laughs) Peanuts, tree nuts, shellfish, you name it. So that's something I'm used to. But, you know, through the restart program, you get this food sensitivity test as well. And you are implementing those changes into your diet to really see how you feel. So we're at the point now where it's kind of getting back into regular society lifestyle and, and just eating normal food and how you can take everything that I've learned thus far and apply it to any situations. And whether that's making small, healthier choices, you know, one ingredient instead of the other, one substitution, it, it just has such a big benefit long term. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, you're going to 
on paper, you're going to finish in about three weeks with this program. Mm -hmm. But are you finished after that? No, never. This is a lifelong thing. (laughs) This is a lifelong thing. And that was, that was when, that was the reason that I came back was obviously there's a short term fix the sacrum, (laughs) get me out of pain. Let's recover from this injury. That was a catalyst for such a big life change for me, but also it just changes my quality of life moving forward. And I don't feel like I need to, I mean, I don't need to come back. That's a really big thing is I know walking out today, if I never came back here to the office, I would have so much information to continue to live this good quality of life and have good nutrition because of everything that was provided. But I want to come back. I mean, it's it's, it's good to be around people who actually care and who actually have knowledge and and really want to see you be your best. You guys can't see me because this is on camera, but I might be (laughs) blushing a little bit. But no, we really appreciate that. We've loved having you in the office as you've gone through all these different struggles and everything. You've still been a beacon of light and the human you are so I'm actually scared for the world as you continue to progress and you can continue to get cleaner energy and more happiness yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be scary for the world as you're just running around like crazy <laughs> it is it is hard because you know you have all this information and you're now hanging around your friends and you're in restaurants and it's like wait this may not be the best for you but those are the things that you kind of bite your tongue and you hold because that's part of living a normal healthy lifestyle is it's being okay to do those things and eat those things and that's one thing that we learn from this is it's not just eliminate this it's bad for you see how good you feel without it bye it's weaving things back into your lifestyle and just how to live a normal happy life yes and yeah it is that lifestyle thing we're not taking these things away forever um just being in control and you're aware of it and you can you're not stressing about it and you're going about you were just in a wedding and you enjoyed yourself and mm-hmm. then <laughs> you were in germany and you're in seattle there's a lot of barriers but you still were able to do it and you're mindful of things and that's going to go forward for the rest of life i hope you're you know go to other weddings and you have a piece of wedding cake or something like that <laughs> but just knowing on monday the next day that you know what going to clean it up again. I'm going to get back to my regular lifestyle. And this is how I'm going to continue to live a very long and a very healthy life. Absolutely. It's, it's treating food as fuel and not just something to satiate your hunger or satisfy a craving. And I think that's just a tool lifelong is treating food as fuel and really approaching it as a relationship with food, as opposed to something that you just consume. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Samantha, for joining us. Um, yeah, you were you were great. This is her first podcast, so um, she was a little <laughs> nervous, but she did great. I think you should do more. All right, maybe I'll host my own. There you go. I don't know what it'll time. be about. You know, allergies, um, living life with allergies, and broken sacrum. Okay. Very well, niche market. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank and you. This thank is, you so much. Of course, and thank you guys for tuning in to another uh, podcast with Fix Medical Group.